go. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, welcome to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. Always remember, whatever you think about comes about. And I promise, whatever you focus on, that is what grows in your life. So we're on the podcast, but we're streaming this over Twitter as well. Sometimes I get bold and I try to record the podcast, stream to Twitter, and film it. And let me tell you, that gets confusing. Um, something always goes wrong. And today on the Science of Getting Rich podcast, which has really just been this three, maybe, shit, almost four year now book study that I've been doing. Um, my favorite book, I used to be very active in network marketing and direct sales. And I would sell things mostly through the mail. Well, 90% through old school mail, like mailing. At one time, I was mailing up to 10,000 postcards a month. I would run ads in magazines. I would run ads like in Home Business Magazine, Success Magazine. I would run ads in the back of of uh, newspapers on the weekends, uh, USA Today work. Now, that strategy, that marketing strategy doesn't work that well today. Obviously, the internet and media has changed. But one of the things that really helped me as I was going through that, as I was investing in stocks, as I was investing in real estate, trying to do these entrepreneurial things, while at the same time being married, having a wife, a kid, and working a job, right? And <clears throat> and a book that really, really helped me, man, you got to keep your life simple, was the book, The Science of Getting Rich. Um, and, and I would just keep coming back to it. One of the reasons I liked it, it was somewhat comforting. Like I could just open a page and read it and get something out of it. And I just decided a long time ago, I was just going to believe it. Be like, what do you mean? I mean, I'm just going to go with it. You say, well, what if there's parts I disagree with? Well, fuck it. I'm just going to believe it. Like one thing I've learned over the years is that human beings can create their own truth, man. You get to make it up. <laughs> you get to make it up, man. And if you may, but based on... Shit. And if you start to believe it, big things can happen. Um, <clears throat> chapter five is entitled Increasing Life. And it opens with, you must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there's a deity whose will it is that you should be poor or whose purpose may be served somehow by keeping you in poverty. And sometimes we equate godliness with poverty and we connect it to the poor and this and that. And as somehow being wealthy or having means, you're somehow excluded. And people would look at verses, you know, like, well, it's easier for a camel, you know, to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to get into heaven and this and that. And <clears throat> people would misinterpret that stuff. And somehow there was some godliness in poverty. The intelligent substance, which is code for God, universe, whatever you're comfortable with, which is all. I think that's universally believed that by all people and in all I think that's unconscious you know nobody really disagrees with that and which lives in all and i think most people would agree with that that <clears throat> if god is then then he's all and and in all and lives in all and he lives in you and it's he's consciously living substance and the book refers to it as a substance and i i would sometimes equate this to the place where prayers go like where's that 
<laughs> you know, where's that place? I don't know. But it's, I think we all agree that it's there. It's something there. You know, there's something we don't understand. Maybe it's energy. I don't know. I don't know that we need to know. Um, being a conscious living substance, it must have the nature. It must have the nature and inherent desire of every living intelligence for increase of life. Now, remember, this book was written in 1905. Every living thing must continually seek for the enlargement of, of its life. Continually seek for the enlargement of its life because life in the mere act of living must increase. Meaning the actual purpose of life is to have more, be more, and do more. A lot of people say, well, I don't know my purpose in life. I know your purpose in life. It's to have more, be more, and do more. You're like, no, no, no. What am I supposed Like I have some secret calling. Man, your calling is to serve other people. Your calling is to be more, do more, and have more. Now, we could get more granular in that. And you go, yeah, but doing what? Well, I don't know. That's the part you're going to have to figure out. <clears throat> but if you're a musician, your calling is to share your music with the world. If you're a salesman, your job is not to rip me off. Your job is to convince me that the product you sell is the best. And you say, well, I don't think it is the best. Then get a new product. In other words, if I can't, the, 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 what is, what does, uh, Kennedy, what is his name? Uh, not Dan Kennedy. What is this dude's name? I don't have his book in front of me. Power of eminent, God, what does he call it? Basically, and I need to look this up. Jay Abraham is an, uh, uh, in the 90s, he was a guru. Grant Cardone gave him a little spot on his stage in the last few years. But he's an old school guru like back in the day, in the 80s and 90s. Jay Abraham was responsible for taking Ben Gay to the public. You know, the shit you rub on you, it makes you feel better. One day he's at a, at a fair. You know, one of those places with the booth set up and people are selling homemade jellies and shit like that. He's there and he sees Ben Gay. And it was this rub, and the guy's like, rub it on your arm, man. He rubbed it, and it got warm. And he's like, met the guy that had created this stuff. And this is one of his claim to fame, is he was able to work with this guy because he was a direct marketer. He was in advertising. And he was like, holy shit, dude, I could sell this product because I have a mailing list of millions of old people. And we, they all need this. So what he would try to do is find a product that he was 100% convinced was for the good of the customer. And when it's for the good of the customer, if it really is, and remember, you get to create your own truth, meaning, but you actually believe it, then selling it becomes second nature, right? It becomes easy. You're actually helping humanity. You're doing them a service. Hmm. See, when you go into Walmart and you see and you get shitty customer service because they don't believe they're doing anything for you. I had this experience at Taco Bell or Taco Cabana the other night with the manager. She had no interest in increasing life. She had no interest in seeking for the enlargement of my life. And yet the spirit that lives in her exists for one reason that the mere act of living, it must increase. So your goal is to increase in this, and you don't have to die broke. I talk about, you need to get richer every day. People say, what's your plan tomorrow? Get a little richer. How are you going to do that? I don't know, but that's the plan. Meaning I'm going to start the plan. The plan every day is to get richer than yesterday. 
Now, that doesn't necessarily just mean money. It could be two more friends. So I checked my, my phone here, and my friend Michael, you guys might know him. He's an influencer. Michael, he sends me, uh, Michael Crow, he sends me a thing. He says, Daryl, let's do a Twitter Spaces on Wednesday. He sent me a little picture and a promotion. There you go. He blessed my life. I'm a little richer. I'm going to tap into his audience on Wednesday. Thursday, another guy sent me a thing, said, would you like to go live on Thursday night? Yeah, I'd love to. I'm going to get a little richer. I don't know who's going to see that. I don't know who needs to hear the message, but maybe he's got a follower that needs to hear it. Because I believe that what I'm saying is of supreme importance, that it is important to share this message. So it should be shared every day. And when you believe that, like if I was on vacation, I'd share the message because I think it's more than fucking important than me doing nothing and relaxing. And when you get a hold of something in your life that's more important than all of those things, then you get superpowers, man. You're, you're fired up. The reason you need a break is you ain't doing shit you like. The reason you need a break is you're not doing shit you like. You actually don't think it's, it's, it's of supreme importance. You actually probably don't believe that it'll bless the world and that your customers need it. Matter of fact, they need it so bad that if they buy from someone else, they're probably going to get ripped off. I believe that. You buy another book from someone else about stocks, you're probably going to get ripped off. I believe that. And you say, well, that ain't true. I know it ain't true, but I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Like, I believe that. I choose to believe that, man. You get to choose what you believe, man. And and that that's how you become your own rabbi, man. That's how you become your own priest. That's how you become your own influencer. It's how you become your own spiritual advisor. Exercises and increase to elevate beyond circumstance. I like the way that sounded. Secret to all increase and influence. Here's the secret to all achievement, success, posture, and possession. I'll say that again. Achievement, success, posture, and possession. And I, we must be before we can do. And we can only do to the extent that we are. And who we are depends on who we think we are to other selves. Mm. Now, what if from now on you were a walking reward for 10,000 people? You say, what do you mean? I, I don't do. Yeah, you are. Let's say you sell houses. You need to sell 10,000 of them, man. You need to be a reward for 10,000 families. 10,000 families need to point back to you and say, man, that guy found me the perfect house. 10,000 people need to look back and say, man, that guy hooked me up. Last time I needed a car, I called that. I called, I called Larry or Jerome or Martin, right? Like that guy hooked me up. 10,000 people should give testimony to what the stuff that you produce, the skill set you have, the product you sell. Like 10,000 people should come away from that transaction saying, man, thank you. I appreciate you. That was awesome. You're doing well. You blessed my life. 10,000 people. You should be a walking reward for 10,000 people. You should want to be. You should want to sell 10,000 units of whatever it is you have, whether they cost a dollar or $10,000. And if they cost $10,000, you're probably going to be a wealthy person. If you can change the idea of you, your life changes. 
That's because what you think you are is what you think you do. And what you think you are allowed to do is what you will ultimately have. And that's why I try to correct people all the time. They're like, housing prices are too expensive here. Stop saying that. Stop saying that. You're planting that into your subconscious. It doesn't even fucking matter if it's true. Stop saying it. Stop. They're not too expensive. Not for you. There's maybe one that other people missed. Like, it's just as easy to say, you know, yeah, they're expensive, but I got, I'm going to get one. It's just as easy to turn that negative into a positive. It doesn't cost you anything. And so most people speak doom and gloom over themselves. Because as you say that shit over and over and over, it causes you not to take action. I don't need to learn now. I don't need to save the money now. This is not that important now. It causes a ripple effect throughout all of your life, the way that you interact with other people, the way that you interact with the real estate market. You will never hear me say that real estate is too fucking expensive. I will never say it. I don't give a fuck if it goes to a billion dollars a house. It is not too expensive. I would like to have a bunch of houses that cost a billion dollars. I'll take a hundred of them, please. Now, is that unreasonable? Yes. But I can't operate inside the world of logic and reason and attempt to do things that are unreasonable. It is unreasonable to have 20 houses. You have to be do unordinary things. You have to work more than other people. You have to live a life that is different. And it's unfucking reasonable. The bottom line, it is rough. And so if you want to, if the only way to, so you have a couple choices. You can speak unreasonably. You could believe unreasonably. You could act unreasonably and do things un, that other people won't do. Or you can join them and say, well, I guess I can't do that. And you say, but Gerald, they are expensive. Okay. But I don't have to acknowledge it. Meaning I don't have to speak it in such a way that it keeps me from taking action. Right? Pe the people who say that over and over and over, they're trying to give an excuse for their inactivity. Because you could find one. You could go on there and find the lowest level one. You may say, well, I don't want to own that. I know. You might not want to own that. But you need to keep looking. Same in stocks, man. You know, you got to ask yourself, how long are you playing this game for? Trading aside, man. I, I'm not into, I'm not a big fan of teaching people trading because most people haven't worked on the character of themselves to even begin to step up to the plate of trading. Like they're still trying to figure out how to be a fucking dad or how to, you know, get along with their spouse or how to match their socks in the morning, much less trading. Trading is one of the hardest endeavors you'll ever pursue. I want to be a trader and trade the stock market, right? And it's like, really? Really? Because you're going to practice for three to five years. You're probably going to lose a lot of money in the process. So no, I don't think you can be a trader. I don't think most people can be traders. I really don't. I don't think they have any chance at all because of how very fucking hard it is. I know how hard it is, man. You know, now, if they stay with it, they can do it. But I just don't meet people that stay with things. I don't. I don't meet people who stay with things. I don't. And the, the ones that I do become extraordinarily wealthy that just stay with it. Most of the people I meet, I mean, a couple bad months and they're sad. They're speaking it. Oh, this is so bad. They just speak it, man. They just speak it. You know, and so, you know.
Oh, a little technical difficulty. Now, does that mean you can't do that? No, absolutely not. I know a lot of great traders. I just don't think most people are in a position to learn trading. Meaning they're not ready, man. They're not ready. They're not where they need to be, man. Now, a lot of influencers don't want to tell you this because they're trying to sell you something. Oh, let me sell you this course. Let me sell you this book. All right. Well, I try to give people my free ebook first. Why? Because I don't think most people can even read that. Like they can't actually even read that. Most of you probably never read it. Like completely from beginning to end. Nope, probably not. Like the commitment level involved in being a successful trader is massive, man. It's massive. It's a ma it's a complete life change, man. And and so no, most people need to step back a little bit. They need to take in the big picture, right? They need to understand the flow of the markets and all of these things. All you guys chasing options and stuff. It's so fucking stupid, man. It is so stupid. And I'm 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 at a point where in life I just tired of talking about stupid shit, man. I'm tired of it. Let's talk about real things, man. Real shit that could actually change your life tomorrow, right? Things that you could start to read and do and actions you could start to take that would actually make you a better person that actually deserves to win in the options game or deserves to win in the day trading game. That you're actually a person who set themselves up to receive, to even be able to win there, right? Like you, it, the, 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 the expectation and what people, what, hmm, it gets me mad, man. That's why I just stopped talking about it. I just can't, I can't do it, man. Most, most, they're not ready. People are not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready to do that, man. Now, the the process of clicking buttons, yeah, all right, click buttons. There you go, you're trading. Trade away. Trade away. You know, trade away. And then when you file your taxes and you have 585 transactions, you got a process like, Come on, where, where are we going with this, man? What, what are we doing with this? Now, are some people ready? Yes. And some people have what it takes. But the thing that, that, that's upset me is a lot of people in the influencer world and in internet and YouTube and things try to make it sound easy. It's not fucking easy. And anybody put, oh, I made this much bullshit, man. I'm calling bullshit because it's hard. There are corporations that have hundreds of, there are companies that have trillions of dollars that if they thought for a second this guy could make 50% a year consistently, he would be there. They would come and pick him up in a helicopter, okay? The rest of the world isn't stupid. But if you were to watch TikTok or to watch Instagram, sometimes you'd get the idea that there are people who, that, that somehow have found a magic money formula that the rest of the rich, smart people in the world are fucking oblivious to. And that's just not true, man. It's just not true. I had a lady yesterday. She said to me, how do I turn? I need to make $1,800 a month. I said, okay, get a job. She said, no, from investing. And I said, okay, how much do you have in, to invest? And she said, no more than 50000 I'm like, okay, so you want to invest 50000 and you want to make 1800 a month? And she said, yeah. And I said, you realize that's 43% a year compounding, right? She's like, yeah. I said, that would make you one of the top 
three investors of, of all time. If you could do that consistently in stock market. It would make like, Jim Chanos is one of the best, man. He averages like 60% a year. So her expectation, like she's she this lady should not be trading. She doesn't have an, 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 an a realistic expectation. Like it's not even possible. You know, could you get lucky and make that in one year or one time? Yeah, I'm not saying that. But the idea that you're gonna put fifty grand in and click eighteen hundred a month with nothing nothing happening, like it's delusional, man. And but yet she's in, and as I spoke to her, she had talked about these people she had interacted with and these groups and these courses and this, that, and they had put this shit in her head that somehow you could just put something in and you would just receive, man. And I'd see it in real estate market too, that it's easy. Look at Airbnb. It's easy. None of that shit is easy, man. It's all hard. And before you start doing it, you better prepare your mind, man. You know, what? what is the, what, what is an actual return that you could expect, man? And that we got to we got to start with ourselves, man. Are we even worthy to deserve to receive something like that? Have we have we done the groundwork to even be, you know, able to receive something like that? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Where are we at here, man? So be careful, man. Be your own rabbi, man. Be your own rabbi. We must be before we can do. Be the thing you're trying to be. And you're like, what? Well, that don't make sense. No, no. Meaning, it's not so much through the activity of doing. Now, of course, you have to do repetition, some other skill, right? But be, be that, be. So, if if you were a real estate investor and prices, let's say they got high in your area, what would you do? What would you do if you were a successful real estate investor? Let's say right now you have 30, 40, and you're very successful. You're worth millions of dollars. What do you think that guy does? He just stops looking. He just stops. No, he keeps doing it. Same thing he was doing yesterday, right? He might venture out a little further. Maybe he takes it out a little. Well, I can't do it here. So how do we pull this off out here? How do we do it over here? Let's do it over in that town. Let's push out to that city. Let's, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe let's look at storage facility. I can't pull up. Maybe I'll look at trade. Like, I don't know. Like you start to push. A follower of mine recently just bought an eight unit trailer park. Wow. And four of the trailers are, are the owners. The other four are rented. And you say the game there is to fix up the trailers, do owner financing. And now you're just renting land. You're just renting the lot. And he came across that deal while looking for other deals that were expensive through the process of looking. What if he just took the idea, well, prices are expensive, so I'm not going to bother to look. What happens then? He doesn't find that deal. And I gave this class on Instagram yesterday on properties. And I said, hey, go look. Not a single fucking person went and looked and found one, sent me one that I've seen in my Insta in my DMs yet. So that tells me a lot. And I was telling them how to find a deal in your area using Realtor app and, to, you know, how, how to do it. How to do it. No, Nobody did it. Nobody sent me one. So 
I don't know what that means, man. Maybe I'm wasting my time talking to them. I know they're busy, man. A lot of people are busy. You say, well, yeah, I'm just busy. Now, they're broke, but they're busy. They're broke and busy. So busy. I got so much shit to do, but they're broke. Hmm. And we gotta ask, what, what are we spending our time on, man? Time is valuable, right? So you can't be busy and broke, bro. Like you gotta fit. You gotta fix that. That's a fucked up situation. If you're broke, you should have plenty of free time, right? I mean, you should have plenty of time. But if you're busy, I'm assuming you're making money, you're doing things, then right. But the, you know, a lot of people are busy on the wrong things, man. And I'm gonna assume. Now, maybe they just weren't interested in real estate, or maybe they're just like, fuck it, I'm, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, whatever reason, maybe they're just, they're busy. Most people are busy. Um, but I, you know, I'm pretty busy too, man. And I went and did it last night in my area, and I found like 13 deals. Now, I don't know, we would have to go to part two, which was analyze the deals, and we talked about that in the video. And I don't know that I'm going to get 200 a door on those, but I know these fit my price range because I know how much I have for a down payment. And we talked last night that the rule number one in real estate is believing that you can even own it. Meaning if you don't believe you can, if you think it's not about the money, it's not about interest rates, it's not about where you live, none of that shit, none of that. Every one of you have someone who owns property near you making money. And I don't give a fuck if it's New Jersey, LA, Houston, Atlanta, or Paris. There is a landlord that's renting property in that city and making money. Okay? Promise you. They are making money. Now, you may not be able to afford it, but that doesn't mean it isn't being done, right? You can't play football like Tom Brady. That means you can't throw a football, right? I can throw a football. But that doesn't mean I'm going to play for the, the, the Patriots. So first we have to say, can, can we even? Can we even do it? Do I believe that I can do it? And if you're like, well, the moment you say that, then you're, you're out. You don't get to do it. Because everything starts with your belief, which is before we must be, before we can do. Meaning be, you see. Be it. And you be it by what? What you think. Do I believe that I can even do this? Why? Why do I believe that? So we start with that part. Super crucial. Now I get it. You're going to play around with the logistics of it, but man, I mean, an, a fucking eight-year-old can buy a house. The, 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 the analog, all that is easy. All that stuff is easy. It's, do you believe that you can do it? Do you believe it? And, and once you're like, yeah, I believe that. I don't mean that means today you're going to get it, but it means you believe that you could do it. And which is fitting in this line that the secret to all increase and influence is we must be before we can do. So let's say you were trying to, and I talk with a lot of people trying to be influencers. They want to influence people for whatever reason. I usually ask them why. Like, why do you want people to watch you? Why do you want people to do it? Well, uh, I want to sell a book or I want to sell a course. Okay, nothing wrong with that. There's people that'll kind of, you know, look down on that. Well, what do you mean you want to sell? Like, what is wrong with, hey, bro, you're selling something at work, man. You got to eat. Other people got to eat. Some people sell houses. Some sell courses, whatever. You should be selling something. I got a buddy. He's not on here. I got a buddy. Get this. Lives in outside of the New Jersey, New York area. In a, I forget the name of the suburb over there, but in that side of the country, right? 
And he's come to a few of my meet and greets and he's been through all my stuff. Come to my house for my event. So we've become friends because he's around, you know, he comes around. He interjects himself into my life, sends me comments, sends me pictures of property. Like he's injected himself, which, and we've become friends. And that's how you do it. You push your intent into the universe. And, and never asking me for anything, just showing me and talking. And most people's relationship with me starts with them asking me for something. He didn't do that. He showed up to thank me, which lowers my guard, right? And I'm like, oh. And then he's like, man, I'm trying to do what you're doing. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, well, you're already doing it, bro. You believe you could do it? And he's like, yeah, well, you can do it. That is the secret. You must be. Do you feel like you're doing that? Are you being? He's like, yeah, well, now we can start doing Right? You can only do it to the extent that you are, which you are by the very fact that you did buy, right? And who you are depends on who we think we are to our other selves, to that real self. So when you're laying in bed alone and no one's there and there's nothing to, you know, no friends around, no family, nothing to post, nothing. It's just you in the dark. Do you believe? Is this what you are? He's like, yeah. And you're good, man. You're one of my people. You know, no doubts. I never hear any negative comments. No doubting. He just is. He is what we're doing, man. He is. And here's the funny thing. He used to own a business. And like myself, that business, you know, I was talking in the beginning about my direct marketing, direct mail business. Well, that went the way of Dodo Bird. I promise you, whatever you're doing now, you won't keep doing. They, they will fire you, outsource you, or find a cheaper way of producing it. The business owes you no loyalty. And, and, and neither do businesses that you start. And so I had a business that went that way. Direct mail stopped working. There were no magazines to advertise in it anymore. And I had no interest in doing it on social. So I let that go, man. I closed that down. And I went into doing this stuff full time. And um, my friend, he had a food truck business. They were running like seven, eight trucks, man, all over New York and New Jersey area, that stuff. And uh, entrepreneur, man, hustling every day. They ran those trucks seven days a week for like 15 years. Loved it. Good time hustling, making money. And that, you know, that's over. But, you know, there's a lot of pressure in that business. A lot of taxes and, you know, other companies getting involved. And it's just getting gotten a lot more competitive. Uber Eats and shit like that. You know, a lot of pressure. So they let that business go. They had owned some property. Boom. He starts. That's how he comes across me. He's looking at real estate stuff. And here's me yelling, pushing shit on it in a screen, you know, blah, blah. You need to like, and then he was like, oh, I like this, right? Well, along the way, an area where all of my followers tell me it's too expensive. I can't find a property. He's bought three properties, three, and he's got a new sales job working for a friend of his selling stuff. And because this sales job sends you into cities and town, like all over that area, New York, New Jersey area, he, he got his realtor license. What you think about comes about what you focus on grows and he wants to grow his real estate. So he got his realtor's license. I don't have one, by the way. And he's now able to sell properties while doing his regular job. His job takes him out into the field. And he can just coordinate going out into the field to show in a property or looking at a listing. So on the side, 
you know, he's going to sell 10, 12, 14 houses a year based on the pace that he's going at now while working his regular job, while owning real estate in an area where a lot of people tell me they just can't do. You know, I'm just like, okay, why is this guy doing it? And I'm convinced it's because he's being it. He's, he's not looking for reasons not to do it. You know, he never talks to me about interest rates or what the government's doing. Like, that's not what he's doing. He's waking up to go be it, to be a real estate investor, to be a salesman, right? To be the best representative he can for his job, to be a realtor at the same time. And so to have this job, this side hustle and own property, this is exactly what I do. I would have a primary business. You've seen me probably draw these. That's your well, right? We all have the necessities bucket, the savings bucket, and the investing bucket, right? And and we, we have to get all of, we get that straight. And then we create what? The side hustle that intermingles somehow with what you're already doing. It's the only way, man. It's It's the only way. Because if I look at, my friends or people, and believe me, they don't listen to me. Nobody's listen. Nobody listens to me that knows me, right? You know, my neighbor, he's not on here. He doesn't listen to me. He retired from the state. We live in the same neighborhood. He retired 30 years. He worked 30 years at the state home. Been living next door to me for 22 years. And when I bought my first house, I remember standing in his front yard and told him, man, I just bought a house. He's like, why'd you do that? I said, I'm, I'm trying to get rich, man. He laughed. He's like, yeah, man. And he said, I'm, you know, he's thinking about that, but told me all the reasons you might not want to buy. And they're legitimate reasons. Economy, you know, this, the dot-com crash had just happened, you know, when I bought my first house. And that affected everyone. And they were having problems at the, you know, at the state and, he was having problems with his kid and, you know, and then he ended up buying a bass boat and they got that stuff going. He's just living life, man. All right. So I'm doing that too. I'm living life. But then after work, I'm pushing, doing this stuff that I, you see me talk about. Fast forward now, <clears throat> he's retired and they're getting a, a decent retirement. I mean, <clears throat> they get like 70% of their check, him and his wife. They both retired from the state. I'm talking to him yesterday. <clears throat> oh, along the way, I start writing these books. I give him one of the first copies. I'm like, here you go, man. He's like, well, okay, cool. Reads it, puts it back on my, next day, puts it back on my porch. Gives it back to me, the book. Who gives back a book that you were given? Like, like there's a limited supply of them or something. Gives it back to me, sets it on my porch. Says, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. I need to get into some of that. Nothing, right? Moves on. All right, whatever. <clears throat> and now they're retired. I'm over there. They asked two days ago. What's up, man? And he's going back to work full time for the Texas prison system. I'd rather shoot myself. I'm gonna be honest. And I'm like, why? Well, we need to save some money, man. I'm like, you've been working for thirty years, man. You retired, right? But they get that little pension drip. And they didn't save anything but the pension drip, man. Meaning the money they took out for you to do your pension. So now he's got that. But they're living the same life and they make 30% each less. 
and that can't that won't work and it's like the reason it won't work is he didn't do any of the shit that i've been telling him to do for the last 22 years he just decided not to he decided not to be that he's not an investor he chose to live a life to give evidence to the fact that i am not that i'm anything but that matter of fact he would get paid and spend all of his money now they live nice you couldn't tell the difference for many 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 years you couldn't tell the difference between him and me we live next door to each other and as you come to my house now you're going to see a very distinct difference and you say what do you mean well you pull into his house nice little three you know small house you pull into mine you know you go and you're like oh wow four add-ons porches another building beside it a pool in the back like i built out my neighborhood like i probably should have moved right what is that that's evidence man it's evidence to what i was doing and so now i don't need a side job i don't need a hustle i did that shit when i was young i don't want to do it when i'm 52 you know i don't want to be 60 with a side job so i can get through retirement and so that was the choice that he made man and I, and it's everyone around me made that choice and so that was one of the help, things that helped drive me on Instagram is I'm like, listen, listen, you are fucked. Everyone is fucked. I hope you know this. If you do this blueprint that society is giving you, say five, 10%, like if that is nothing, if that's what you're doing, you're fucked. And someone needs to tell people that your financial advisor is not going to tell you like that. They're going to be like, oh, you're doing good. Sit down. But that is the truth. And you don't have enough money and you're not doing enough that is the truth you know and it's unfortunate and it's gonna it it, it is reality man and, and and you know what do we do with that man? You, you can't vote it away that is not going to fix the problem we can't vote it and all it is all it is this is all you got to do is switch it you got to there's got to be a mindset it's got to be a switch and we got to realize everyone's not going to Meaning, you know, don't worry about, do, your family's going to do what they're going to do. Your friends are going to do it. I don't follow my friends around and tell them you need to do this, you got. Whenever there's an opportunity, I slip in a little message. They don't want to hear it. Good. I move on. I'm not, I spend zero time talking to people that don't want to hear me. Okay. I'm not trying to talk my parents into it. My parents are broke. They, they're my parents and they're broke. My brother is broke. All the people around me are broke. Not from a lack of knowledge it's not from any of that they just never took action and whenever there was a chance to take action to break out of the normal to do more than just get up and go to work and come home whenever there was a chance to do more than that they chose not to for whatever fucking reason whatever reason kids school that i gotta go to bait like whatever it is man we got this coming up and that and my aunt chart. Like it's always something. It was always something. And for me, it was the other way around. It was always this. And then I'll see if I could squeeze you in. And that's how everyone I ever met. My, my, my richest friend, he runs a business. They get up to do that. Everything else when we get done with that. My friend, Robert Biggerstaff, if you go check YouTube, I've got some videos interviewing him. He's you know, a multi, multi, multi-millionaire at 52, he doesn't need to work. He works because he likes doing it, man. And he has the same story. All of his friends are broke. All of his family members are broke. They're all broke. They may not look it, but they're broke. 
slightest problem, they got problems. And it's just because of a long period of time and decisions they made, man. So I say all that to say, you're gonna have to fight for your attention. You're gonna have to fight for it, to keep it on the game, man, to keep it on what you're trying to accomplish, whether it be building your business, right? But building your business can't be an excuse for you not to invest. Maybe in the beginning, I get it. You got to get it going, all that shit, for sure. But the purpose of building a business is to get the money out of the business and into investments that'll sustain you for life. That's the purpose of building a business. The purpose for having a job is first and foremost to build wealth for your family, and then it's to feed them and pay your bills. That's the purpose of your business. That that's a different way than most people see it, right? Most people are seeing it as this is the bait. You know, let me let me pay all this. Let me do all this, and then what's left over, we'll see what we can invest. And it's like, all right, we'll build an investment business on the leftovers. Let me know how that works. It doesn't work. That's the problem. So we got to be aware of this, and we have to analyze it in our own lives to find. And, and, and you say, well, okay, well, how do I fix this? How do I start? starts with belief. Like I was saying last night, be. We must be before we can do. And we can do only to the extent that we are and who we are depends on who we think we are. What do you think you are? Who are you? How would you describe yourself? And is that true? If no one's looking, is that true? If no one paid you, is that true? Meaning I'm an author. If nobody paid me any money, so let's end with this, man. You can't pursue what you can't see. That kind of goes back to we must be before we can do. Be, be, be it. And, and that's, that's you researching it. What does that mean to be this, to be that? What does it mean to be that, man? Get into that environment. Surround yourself with people that are are that, that are being that. You know, if you know if you're a musician, it's going to be around other people who are actually musicians, right? And I mean, they're blowing you out of the water. The more you're around them, the more that rubs off on you, right? And <clears throat> an investor, being around other inv- if you spend all your time around people who are not pursuing investing, you will stop investing. Okay, you will. So surround yourself, be around is what, you know, that's why I started the money flow gang is I wasn't around people talking about stocks. You know, I just wasn't. And the people that I was around, I just didn't appreciate what they were saying. You know, I just didn't like, it just didn't do anything for me. So I needed to be around like-minded people. And I'm quick to say the moment we're not like-minded, there's the door. Like, bye. I'm not changing. I'm 52, man. I've been doing this a long time. So if you're 33 and you have to start having different opinions, go to go over there, go do that thing. Like it's a free world, you know, there's a lot of places and a lot of people and a lot of groups and a lot of ways to do things, man. And so we don't have to force everyone around us to, 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 to change with us, man. We can just go find new people to be around, you know, and, and, you know, and that's, that's okay. That's okay, man. You, you go off my content, go go on somebody else. That's fine, man. That's good. You might need that to grow, man. 
just be careful of constantly changing. You know, constantly looking for that new coin, constantly looking for the new thing. Like, be careful of that, man. You know, you, you need some mastery in your life. You need to master some shit. You know, you need to you need to work on discipline. You need to be disciplined. You need to work on forcing yourself to do shit you don't want to do. I got to call a doctor here, and I do not want to do it. I get off here, but I have to. Because obviously, you can only avoid shit so long, man. But. <clears throat> see it. I showed that technique where I print off everything. I print off everything. I print off all my stocks and I manually write, okay, the dividend is 50 cents. I got 55 shares. That's, what is that? That's me seeing it, man. That's me seeing it. Can't pursue what you can't see. So you got to see it. You need to see it. I'm constantly running. How much of my, you know, what's my rent roll? What's this? My friend Robert will send me, hey man, I collected 24000 in rent this month. I said, are you bragging or complaining? <laughs> he said, I'm, I'm, I'm complaining. <laughs> He's complaining. <laughs> he was saying, I got to get it up, man. Because after he came and stayed with me, we did a little thing. And I, we talked. And he should easily be getting 30. But he's not, you know, he wasn't maximizing everything. So that's the push now, 30. You say, why? Right here. Chapter 5, Increase in Life. You must get rid of the last vestige that the old idea that there's a deity whose will it is that you should be poor or whose purpose may be served by keeping you in poverty. The intelligent substance which is all and in all and which lives in all and lives in you is a consciously living substance. Being a consciously living substance, it must have the nature and the inherent desire of every living intelligence for the increase of life. Every little thing must continually seek for the enlargement of its life because in the mere act of living, it must increase itself. Drop a seed into the ground and it springs into activity. You ever notice that? It springs into activity. And in the act of living, produces a hundred more seeds. Life, by living, multiplies itself. It is forever becoming more. It must do so if it continues to be at all. It must do so. So we must be before we can do. Man, I appreciate you guys. I know a lot of you I'm talking to the choir, but you need to hear it again in case you're slipping. Because we all slip from time to time, especially me. I'm a man of many faults. I'm a man who can and use a lot of improvement. And it, I go through periods where I'm, you know, I'm sad too, man. I've had a lot of tragedy recently, you know. A lot of you know, two years ago, I lost my son. <clears throat> Since then, I've purchased two properties. Added four stocks to my buy and hold. Increased my net worth by about four or five hundred thousand. Right? In the midst of tragedy. You say, what, what, what do you mean? Like, it's because we must be. I mean, I'm not, this is not some shit I got to try to do. It's what I do. We must be. Meaning the reason that I, I invest is because I woke up.
All right, man. Thanks for listening to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I know I went a little long there. Appreciate everybody for listening. Um, Hey, if you follow me on Instagram, Instagram has this new thing called subscriptions. It's $9.99 a month. Might be of some value too. Maybe not. And I'm sending different content to those people, a little more behind the scenes, what's going on at my house, my office, shit like that, family. Um, you know, just kind of what we're doing. And I'm also doing, um, trying to do at least one or two whiteboards a week just for that crowd. And last night we did a great one on buying, you know, zero to one, buying your first rental property. We'll dig into other stuff like managing stocks. And it's more bigger picture thinking than, you know, logistics of when to buy and sell and things like that. It's just a way of being, man. And today we talked about we must be before we can do. And we can do only to the extent of which we are. And those who and, and are and who we are depends on who we think we are to other selves. From now on, you are a walking reward for. That's my wish for you as much as it is for me. God bless.